You are Locked On Padres. Your daily San Diego Padres podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Lockdown Padres Podcast, which is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day for Wednesday, July 7th. As always, I am your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Friars on Base, or Off the Bench Baseball, or most recently, just baseball recently launched that is or maybe pop culture entertainment is your thing by any chance you can find my work at places like nerdist mental floss inverse blade disgusting film crit and more and hopefully many more to come but most importantly guys of this year lockdown padres podcast you can check out and follow the page for the show which is at lo underscore padres or my personal account which is at Javapeno, and that's spelled J-A-V-I-I-P-E-N-O. Be sure to hit me up on there. This Friday, we are doing the 300th mailbag episode, spectacular extravaganza magnifico. It's going to be fantastic, so hit me up on those two accounts and any questions you have. I already have a bunch, including a rapid fire, like nine questions that one person sent me. Don't worry, you know who you are. You'll get those answered on Friday. Uh, so be, fr- be sure to do that, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Uh, Download the app and join me tomorrow, that is Thursday, July 8th, at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. for the beginning of this year old Padres Nationals game. Going to have a little bit of a watch party for the beginning of it. Should be a lot of fun. Why am I doing it for tomorrow's game? Because it's the one that starts a little bit earlier. Straight up, that's how it works. You know what I mean? It's it's late. It's it's tough out here on the East Coast, guys. Uh, So be sure to do that. Spotify Green Room, great app. And for today's episode, guys, you're going to be recapping last night's W over the Washington Nationals. I don't have too many takes on the game, but still felt like I should talk about it. And then we're going to be continuing part two of my chat with Josh Neighbors of Locked On Nationals, where it gets real, real rowdy and crazy. We talk a little bit more about the Padres. He asked me some questions. Uh, that's a lot of fun. So, yeah, let's get into it, guys. Last night, your San Diego Padres defeated the Washington Nationals by a score of 7-4. to four. The pitcher for this game was Mr. Ryan Weathers, who, after having a brief, I guess, going into hibernation for some reason because of the Padres, uh, he starts in this game and is eh, a little up and down, a little up and down. He bended but did not break. He goes five and a third's innings, allow, allowing four runs on seven hits, walking nobody, which is good, and striking out two over the course of 71 pitches. Not too shabby. It was a little bit better than Joe Musgrove, but also kind of similar, to be honest with you. One thing, and you know, I mentioned when he, he went into hibernation for some reason that the Pirates sent him down near for near inexplicable reasons. Now, you could argue, you could argue, however, that his FIP was a little bit off compared to his ERA. I basically, for those who are unfamiliar, FIP is basically fielding, independent. Uh, pitching, and it's basically a stat that judges forget what ballpark you're in, what what your defense is, what they're doing, how like lucky or not lucky are you getting? You know what I mean? Or do you just have a bunch of guys who are playing great defense? And it was a little bit off, so his ERA was probably a little bit lower than it should have been. So it's at 3.02 now on the year. It got it shot up after last night's game from 2.63 to 3.02, but still he's been pretty effective uh, for the team this year, especially considering some of the starting pitching troubles they've had. And I honestly did think that he looked okay. I did. He didn't get a lot of whiffs, obviously, evidenced by the only two strikeouts on the night. But even still, I thought that it was pretty solid. 
the bigger thing that was great for the Padres last night was, obviously I said it was 7-4, uh, because the Padres' bullpen was excellent. Austin Adams in this game, he did walk two, but he also struck out two and two-thirds of an inning. Emilio Pagan, he got into a little bit of trouble walking two batters. But again, nobody broke in this game. Tim Hill came in to get a huge strikeout on Juan Soto, one of the five best players in the game. And you know, that man does not swing at bad pitches, so that was a tough... That could have been it. I wouldn't have been surprised. And Juan Soto actually homered in this game. So it's like... I was nervous. I was nervous, but Tim Hill, thankfully, coming in and getting that done. Andrew Pomeranz is also in this game. Big bullpen day, for sure. A lot of different relievers used, despite the fact that it's not like Ryan Weathers only came out after three innings, but uh, love Tim Hill. Drew Pomeranz, love to see him. He's been a very welcome addition back, and honestly, maybe I was wrong. I'm going to cop to this. I talked about how maybe the Padres should deal for a reliever. Maybe that isn't necessarily where they need to go. I think I'm underestimating that, one, a lot of the bullpen guys have been pretty good this year. And adding Drew Pomeranz back, who I was a little bit worried at the time when I talked about my trade targets, whether he was going to come back sooner rather than later. And clearly it was sooner. And while he hasn't been making people strike out like it's no tomorrow, he's still been very effective. And Mark Melanson nailing down the save in this game, 1-2-3 inning. Uh, really good stuff from the pitching side of thing. And from the offensive side of thing, which is actually, considering the score was 7-4, you'd think that I'd talk about that more. Um, the big guy tonight, Will Myers. That's right, Will Myers is the hero of today's game, going two for three with five RBIs on the night, including a home run and a double. And here's the thing. I recommend everyone go and check out uh, John Gennaro, who's been on this podcast before. He hosts uh, Padres Hot Tub, and he writes like he wrote like on a little Substack today that I probably retweeted with the Lockdown Padres account. Just basically, ever since June 18th, he's had a 980 OPS. He's been pretty good, although he's a very streaky player. So whether or not he's going to be able to keep this up is totally uh, beyond my kind of uh, understanding. I don't know whether or not he's going to keep this up because there has been some disturbing things, which I have said ad nauseum. But for people who might not have listened before, he can't hit off-speed stuff as much this year, and most importantly, outside and away from the plate, you just throw that man a slider out there, he ain't hitting it. That, like, that's just what it is. It seems like, I would argue, actually, this year, it feels like Myers is trying a little bit too much with the swing. It feels like, and then I don't have much, much evidence to support this, but because this is more of a mental thing, but it feels like he's trying to hit the home run, that he's trying to be the slugging monster that he was last year. But it's weird because that might be a little bit of a a little bit of a farce on his part, just in the sense that he was also good last year because he was just making contact at stuff out and away from the plate. You know, getting little singles in every now and then, walking a little bit more. And his walk rate has actually been pretty decent this year. So I'm hopeful for Will Myers because I really do like him. I think he's a fun guy. Uh, and he's a little dorky and all that stuff. And we have plenty of memes for him. But I'm rooting for him. Eric Hosmer, the other guy who's been a little bit of struggling, he actually gets a single uh, in this game. Another ground ball, which means that he might have gotten a little bit lucky. But still, it was an RBI, allowing Cronenworth to score. That was in the bottom of the fifth. Myers also hit a sacrifice fly in this game, and basically insurance runs Myers doubling to left, allowing Manny Machado to score. Manny Machado also had an RBI on the night. Happy birthday to our guy turning 29 years old. He singles, allowing Trent Grisham to score in that bottom fifth inning, which is kind of like the big inning for the team. Uh, so overall, really great stuff. Grisham going two for five. Tatis going one for five, but with a stolen base, which is really fun. Just overall, a, a fun night, and it's it's fun to see someone that isn't, you know, Machado or Tatis be the hero lately. Uh, so shout out to Will Myers. Hopefully he can keep it up and prevent potentially him getting traded from the team. Who knows? He might, even get, he might be a trade guy at this point. We have to see what happens with him. Uh, but that's basically all my thoughts on the game. One last thing I want to mention is there was a piece written by Cheryl Ring over at SB Nation. A uh, very good writer, and she basically wrote about how 
just wrote about the Trevor Bauer situation that I recommend. I'm not going to talk about it too much because, granted, this is Padres and stuff, but uh, a little bit of the lawyer's perspective on this whole Trevor Bauer thing. If you guys are curious, it's just a good piece. It's just a good piece. Obviously, I have very much perspectives on these things. You guys know where my perspective is when it comes to these sort of issues, but still, I thought it was a really good piece. So go check that out if you'd like. And before we get into this chat, guys, before we ramp it back up with Mr. Josh Neighbors, guys, this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and even insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Yeah, that's right, me. Obviously, you could host. I'll be hosting groups for Lockdown Padres once a week. Uh, you could join in on the fun uh, and what have you. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league, watch parties breakdowns you know breaking news stuff it's really great for that and uh tomorrow i will be on you can follow me on there at javier reyes j-a-v-i-e-r-r-e-y-e-s uh follow me on there and i'll be going live at nine you'll get notified when you follow me on there and i'll probably have my buddy josh neighbors on too to talk about this national stuff and just potentially just get into a shouting match uh after what what transpires in the second part of our crossover you'll see why we might get into a shouting match so that's gonna be a lot of fun guys remember uh, to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest updates. Follow me at Javier Reyes, J-A-V-I-E-R-R-E-Y-E-S. I know I already said that, but I want to reiterate it. Uh, see you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. And now one more message, guys, and we're talking back with Josh. Now, that being said, the Dodgers are, are clear of you guys, and they look like they're about to run away with this thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But you all have performed very aptly against the Dodgers this year, right? Mm-hmm. What's, what is the record of, of, the, of the Padres against the Dodgers? I believe it is 7-3, if I'm not mistaken right, right now, after the sweep. That I think sweep, it was three-game right? sweep, yeah. yeah. I think it's 7-3. So my question is, despite your stand, despite the, the, the spot where you sit, are you taking the Padres in a playoff series against anybody right now? Are you feeling that – yeah, why not? Because, because because you've gone seven three against, against mm-hmm. the defending world champions. Are you saying, look, let's make the dance, and from, from there we like our chances? A hundred percent. And look, so what one of the things that got me annoyed heading into the season was everyone being like, oh, look, the Padres made all these moves just to lose in four against the Dodgers. It's like, all right, I'll give you the Dodgers are probably going to win the division take, but I'm not allowing – and you can attest to this, certainly, Mr. Nationals, man. I'm not allowing people to act like – one 60 game world series win completely evaporates what the Dodgers are actually known for, for the better half of the last decade, which is losing tragically to every single team. So I will give you the regular season, hundred percent deepest team in baseball, even injured without Corey Seager, without Cody Bellinger, a lot of way without Dustin May, he's out for the season. They're still really, really good guys are stepping up like Chris Taylor, and Max Muncie, but I'm not giving you the, we have to assume that they're like the staple of consistency. It's the complete opposite. So that take is is total BS, right? So I don't like that. Um, But against the playoff teams, I mean, it's tough, right? Because you got the Brewers who are just absolutely exploding right now. Nine and one of their last 10 too. Uh, They have that one, two, three um, pitching uh, lineup, which is just, it scares the heck out of me. Would I rather play the Giants in a playoff series? Maybe, maybe just a little bit because I feel like you can get them a little bit more. Look, Look, that team, they're fraudulent. I went. Okay. I went to a couple games at Nats Park. They hit Mike Talkman first on multiple occasions. <laughs> like, get that. They've done a great job this year, but nobody. You can't buy that. And also, Buster Posey. Like, I was watching, and this is not just my observation. I mean, let me know if you, what you think about this. 
like <laughs> just kind of sluggish and slow. He's been awesome mm. hitting, but like that 162 is going to take a toll on him. And mm. he is their best all around hitter. And so I think it's all about how they manage that lineup, but that lineup does not scare you. No. You, you think about teams that are really good, but like during the playoffs, you just go cold. That yeah. lineup to me is one that could just obviously go cold. Now they've got the winning pedigree. Not going to yeah, they that. do. They do. And they've, and, but their, their rotation is all made up of guys who have come from other places. And it's mm-hmm. the Island of Misfit Toys, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, that's, my, that's my line. Yeah. Uh, is, is that what you say about? Yeah. Yeah. I it, always say that. Yeah. Alex Wood, you know, other play, like none of them starters, you know, from San Francisco, right? They're yeah. all, you know, Kevin Gosman, you know, from Baltimore. Right. So all these guys come to other places. I mean, sh- like show me the money. Right. I- I'll mm-hmm. believe it when I see it kind of good start. Mm-hmm. But I-, I think the Padres will catch up eventually. I, I, I do, too. I, feel I do, too. I think that they're definitely clearly a good team, but I it just it's very hard. You're right to believe in the this is the best team in baseball. You know what I mean? There's a little bit much there. They're leading the league in home runs right now. They just smack the ball. Hey, look, it is fun, though. I'm actually writing about Kevin Gosman this week, and I'm very excited to because he's just been kind of a great ace, story. Ace yeah. Kevin Gosman. Ace Kevin Gosman. Baltimore Orioles. How are you feeling right now? Um, but, yeah, I think that in general when it comes to playing other of these teams, there's no team that t- particularly – I mean, I'm scared of any playoff series. It's freaking baseball. I mean, anything could happen, right? You're, the Nationals are the they're, – they're the living proof that anything can happen, them and, like, the Royals, right? So you don't really know for sure. Um and I'm expecting them to get better. I guess the big thing with them is going to see whether or not after July 30th, this is the same team that we have after the deadline. I guess that's the big question on everybody's minds. But um, yeah, I'm not too worried about where the Padres are standing. I think oftentimes fans are freaking out when you drop two of three against the Phillies, which, all right, yeah, but it happens. And it's not that the Padres are playing poorly. It just so happens that the Giants are on an absolute tear. That does not can mean I your anger, team is bad. Can you know? I anger the listeners? Your listeners? Oh, let's do it. Are you you should be mortified at Fernando Tatis throwing a ball into the dugout in like a one run game in the playoffs? Oh no, you're no, you're not getting anybody bad. It's like it's, is, is that like that's like the worst case scenario, right? Like it's he'll, that, he'll jeter one where he doesn't need to jump, but it's just like okay, it's in the tenth row, you know, it's souvenir. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't appreciate the shot at Jeter, but I yeah, he oh, hasn't been no, no, no. I I, def, I am sick. Of this friggin' revisionist history on Derek Jeter. <laughs> oh, look up the stats. Yeah, so I like guys who hit 300 every single he's, year. That's, that's like, what I was like, saying. He's a lot better as a hitter than he was a fielder. Like, I'm no, really no, honest. That part, 100%. Because it's just the the move, the like, the, 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 it's iconic, the form of which he threw when well, he did the jump. It's the back. idea of him as a shortstop, not as a hitter. Yeah, it, 100%. But like the whole, like, I don't know, man, he's kind of, no. Go look the up He Dustin Pedroia wanted an MVP. Okay, cool. The only people who liked Dustin Pedroia were Boston Red Sox fans. Congratulations. So I've had enough you, of this. Do you think – I'm a full I, – I believe that Fernando Tatis will be a really mm-hmm. good fielder at some point in time. Me too. It's – and fielding, like a lot of things, is repetition. And he is very gifted in the fact that he's got an extreme – he's got a – he's Rocket such a great on. athlete. He's got a, yeah. such a great athlete. He's just so unrefined in a position. Yeah. But he's – and, and this is the problem. What we, we need a DH, right? If if oh the, God, if the Padres can have a DH, and they're like, look, you're taking ground balls every single day until until you know until we feel like you can, mm-hmm. you can hit the play there. But for right now, we can we're going to bring somebody else in to play shortstop for us. Mm-hmm. It would be excellent. It'd be great. It'd be better for the game. It's it'd be better for the game. 
we don't have to talk about Fernando Tatis's fielding. Yeah. But do you think he's gonna be a good, good a good fielder eventually? I, I really do believe he is because of the tools. Yeah. I definitely think so. He's got a rocket arm. He's very athletic. I think that when it comes to some of his range, I think part of that is the shoulder. I think that he doesn't like diving for the ball. He looks a little bit hesitant because of that shoulder injury. And so that part I'm willing to think. And then some other stuff is just mental things. My issue with the the Tatis discourse, not issue but it's in the sense that he was extraordinarily bad his first year as a rookie right all right he's a rookie then last year he was among the three best shortstops in baseball at the position defensively and also obviously offensively too he was a juggernaut and now he goes back to being terrible so my belief is that it's got to be at least somewhere in the middle maybe he's not going to be Andrelton Simmons or anything like that but I'm just expecting him to at least not be a total minus that he is right now so I'm I just think that defense could be a little bit weird and I just think that we saw last year how good he can be defensively so it's hard for me to believe that we should just take what's happening right now as the this is the final this is what he is I think part of the thing is the range it's I think he's hesitant I think he doesn't want to mess up that shoulder he's, against he's the Reds two weeks athlete, ago. Though. He's just too good an athlete not to be good at defense. Against the Reds you two know? weeks ago, he went diving for a ball and then got taken out of the game as a precaution. I think that has to be part of it. Now, is it the whole story? No. There are some times when he's getting the ball to turn for a, a double play and just airmails it over the guy. And I think they were playing. Who was it that they were playing against it? Uh, who was the team they were playing against that he It happened completely, recently. It happened recently. Who, who like was a week ago. It was like a lot of the last week. Right? I, I assume it was that. Reds. I assume it was but Reds. The, pro- the problem is, is like he's, or D-backs. he's, way, D-backs. he's way ahead D-backs. of everybody else in, mm-hmm. in that category. Now, here's Thankfully, what they say. still won that game, which was awesome. But, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll back this up. And this, this is – look. How do you feel about all-star voting? It's a joke. It's a total. It's oh, a total you want joke. to get into this? <laughs> well, look, Trey, I mean, here's the thing. Not only does Trey Turner have an, have an argument, well, argument. Like, this is so dumb. Javier Baez over Trey Turner at shortstop <laughs> is a joke. It's a compl- It's farce. It's a joke. Look, look. It's a total I have joke. full support of anyone named Javier. Um, he deserves it. Is he hitting 200? Maybe. Does he strike out more than Adam Dunn? Maybe, but I don't care. I'm so happy he's in there. Puerto Rican power. Let's go. I don't <laughs> give a crap. <laughs> let's do it. I'll be it's, it's like Trey Turner is not in that list. No, what in the hell are we doing? So what are here's we doing? the thing. My take on all-star voting is usually I'm not. So I see some of the Padres say, why did Mookie Betts make it? He's only said, all right, Mookie Betts hasn't had an awesome first half, but he hasn't been deplorable. So it's like relax. Oh, no, it's Mookie it's, Betts. No, it's, it's fun. No, no, it's not relax. But when you get it's, to you're wrong, you're wrong about this. No, I'm Mookie not. I am absolutely list. right. No, no, the fans. Why do fans vote on this stuff? It's because it's a it's joke. Fun. We we do one, but this is the problem: is that there is there is not an All NBA in baseball. They just made one. They just made it. Mm-hmm. So it, until the the until the general focus of how great players are shifts to all MLB teams, which it hasn't yet. All-star is still a way that we evaluate players and their greatness. We have thought about, it. I mean, Max Scherzer is not an all-star. And, and, but you know, do you know why? Because we have this dumb rule where every team's got to have this, somebody. So this all-star. I'm with you on this. this I'm is, with you on her. Look, Herman Marquez. Awesome season. Awesome season. Good picture. Trevor, Trevor Rogers should be rookie of the year. Do you know whose numbers are better in basically every category yeah. besides home runs allowed? <laughs> Max Scherzer's. Every Dude. Cat, he's got 2.1 ERA. What yeah. the hell is this? What are we, Bobby, <laughs> what are we doing? So, I, I, look, I look at this list of players and I'm like, what? Oh, Max here's Scherzer what can't I'll do. make it. I mean. Here's what I'm saying. 
the the Pirates fans complain about Ozzy Albies. How'd he get it over there? All right, Ozzy Albies is still good. very, good. very good. good. Could you make an argument that Cronenworth might be a tiny bit better so far? Of course you could, but it's not wide enough a discrepancy for me to get mad. Now, is Jake Cronenworth better than Gavin Lux? Yes, that was dumb. Thankfully, Cronenworth was announced to be reserved, but I'm with you. Hey, MLB teams, you want to have an all-star? You got to be good. Sorry, we're not going to. This is a goodwill. I'm sorry. We can't just do Eduardo Escobar being an all-star. Because you have to have a team representative. I think that's dumb. I'm a thousand percent with you. Be better. Guess what? Sometimes your team stinks. You can't watch someone in the All-Star game. Like, Sorry. I'm going to name you the All-Stars <laughs> here. Okay. DeGrom, Gosman, Burns, Woodruff, Darvish, Kimball, Hayter, Melanson, Marquez, Reyes, Rogers, and Wheeler. Look, Zach Scherzer, Zach, Zach Wheeler and Max Scherzer have split off twice. Max Scherzer won in both. He Oof, won both games. Get them. Get him. All right. Go ahead now. His, his, Go yeah. ahead now. I just, I'm, I'm sorry. They are. Trevor Rogers has been awesome this year. Once again, Scherzer is better. Uh, Herman Marquez, it's really hard to be a Rockies pitcher. He's been awesome. He deserves some kind of recognition for that. Yo, he's not better than Max Scherzer this year. He's not. He's not. I, I mean, it's, it's absurd. And also, Javi, like, I, I love Fernando Tatis. He's awesome. But I think, I mean, to be honest with you, if we're talking about the, the position as a whole, as a whole, you can't argue that Trey Turner is not more of a net positive than Tatis is. Like, Tati, like once again, he is the worst defensive shortstop in baseball, and that has to be accounted for. And also, if I had my pick, I would go Crawford one, Trey Turner two, Tatis three, because defense should matter. It should matter. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. And guys, I'm here to talk to you about the best protein bars in the world. Of course, those are the Built Bars, guys. I've talked about them time and time again. But what I love about them the most, man, all sorts of flavors all over the place. Everything from coconut to cherry barcia, salsa caramel, kind of like the Ben and Jerry's, you know what I mean, of the protein bar world. And available this week, they've got a limited time flavor, new Built Bar flavor, grasshopper cookie. What does it taste like? This is Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. And yes, that's the whole thing, guys. Built Bars are healthy for you. They've got most of the flavors, only have 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. All tasty, all chocolatey, all soft and easy to chew. They're fantastic, guys. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Remember, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15 percent off at builtbar.com josh it doesn't matter josh you see i had a lot of respect for you up until this moment they're to share the war, um, really war. Uh, look i mean the guy chucks the ball into the dugout every every like fifth throw all right so. sorry that i like looking at the stat that tells you which player is worth more hey guess what trey turner you're a really good player i would rather have you in the all-star game than eduardo escobar it's dub don't get me wrong great player elite i, I don't like that we traded will Byers for you or hold on, that we traded you for Will Byers. It's that great. It's that great. Uh, shut up, Josh. The guy's got like 8,000 home runs. What are in you a, doing? In a playoff no, no, series. No, no, because people don't series, see your face right now. No, no, the Brandon Crawford one was when I know you were just talking. He's, a, he's a better two-way I know he, than I know, but close. stop. I don't care. I don't care. It he, matters at some point. I don't give a damn if he's going to make all the errors in the world. He'll yes, figure it, it out. It should matter. He is the god, okay? No, 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 no. This is when you stat boys this get is, out of this control. Is when, no, this, ooh, this is when people. This is when people. Well, well, look. It's a shortstop. 
Here's what hey, I like Daniel, Daniel Murphy. Sorry. Well, oh, what are people talking about from Daniel Murphy's playoff run? His home runs, right? They don't discuss him getting five hold in a World Series game because he's not a good fielder. That's that's what they don't talk about. Okay, so fielding matters. Like we talk about the overall value, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. All star game, two way player. Like it it, sh- it should matter. Uh-huh. And and for yeah, I mean, uh-huh. he's he's look he's one of the best offensive players in the game. Mm-hmm. He's such a net negative on defense. Like we, can, I mean, this is a two way game. You, know, you play mm-hmm. both sides of the inning. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. It's okay. This is great because they'll just attack you. I don't even. I'm not even gonna have. They to can like, come. They can come at me. It it matters. Like it, the people who are like. Guess what? Oh, I like matter. overall wins. No. How many also, more wins? Just because the team. So would you rather have Trey Turner over Fernando Tatis right now? It depends on what team I have. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You just got caught. You just got caught. If you ask me, hold on. Would I rather have Tatis on the Nationals because the Nationals have no offense? Yes, I would. They they need a player who can do that. Uh-huh. Uh, on honestly, this point in time, the the Padres are probably better off with Trey. Actually, actually a Turner for Trey Turner swap, a uh, Turner for uh, Tati swap this year just for the season will be like kind of effective, right? Yeah, I'm sure it would be. Um, I can't wait to just pull up fan graphs and just be like, what are we doing here? I don't know why you decided to come on the pod with this take. This, this is, is like it's not a bad take. No, yes, it is. Has been yes, fun. it is. I would, it, it, it turns out Tatis is a complete joke on defense. He's a the worst defensive joke. He's I don't worst, care. He is the worst defensive care. shortstop. It's the most important defensive position besides catching. Yeah, all right. All yes, famously when you're when you want to watch your favorite players, you're like, oh, I really love defense. That's my thing. What are you, you know, freaking Mike okay. Wilbon? Okay, okay well, you. just because you're like I like to turn it doesn't mean it doesn't matter. Just because you're like ah, I love to see him hit home runs. Like in, I go to pee in the bathroom when when they're playing in the field doesn't mean that the, the throws don't matter. He is he is he's got the worst fielding percentage of any shortstop I believe. He's made the most errors by like three or four. The guys the guys a liability. And here's the thing: when push comes to shove, and Padres fans don't know this because they haven't seen much playoff baseball from their team, uh, the defense matters. The defense matters. It does. Cool. Cool. I'm that glad to bit, see. Look, I didn't want to go there, but you but you brought that out. Sorry that one. I like WRC plus and being like, hey, I got an idea. Let's just have the guy that's gonna eat the ball out of the bark ballpark every time. And then I'm not He's gonna give a fantastic. damn about the defense because we're up by 10 runs. He, look, here's it's the, fine. It's fine, do Josh. You think, do you think it's he should fine. Be, do you think he should be considered for MVP? Yeah. He Why should, not? Why should I just forget about his defense? Why? I'm not saying you should you said considered. I didn't say he Consid- should win. No, but can but but here's the thing. When I'm considering players for most Brandon valuable, Crawford. most most valuable, it's despicable, <laughs> absolutely despicable. He, oh, he has like a he hits like a few whole runs for once, and everybody's like, "Oh, Brandon Crawford, God, God amongst men." Congratulations on hitting above. Look, you, you know, you act like you act like Tatis play the most. You act like he's a left fielder. You act like he's playing one of the, the least important positions in the field. I, I, I'm he's, not saying that. I'm just saying, Kyle what are we doing? Left field. They they put the the kids who yo. There's a reason they had like. It's unbelievable. Did you ever play left field as a little leaguer? Yeah, I played there and third. Yeah, because they thought you couldn't play. Honey. I said, uh, oh, so they play. thought I couldn't play because I played third base, right? No, and le- they put you ah, in left field. Ah, ah. They put you in left field because the only thing play. I knew how to do with little league was field, my friend. That's all I knew how to do. All right, so like as much as you want to bring this this Tatis, you know, oh, uh, consider him MVP. No, yeah, I, I've had no, enough of this. Yeah, I am going to consider him MVP. There's a and shortstop I think that- who's got better offensive numbers than him. Who, who's oh, yeah, we've never him. seen defensive players go on a streak of making errors before. It's never happened. It's just he's the defense, first one to ever just defense, have a really good. Him, 
Don't call him a defensive player. Yeah, why would he be? I can't call him. Yeah, don't we've call never him a seen. We've never seen shortstops just go through a stretch where they make a lot of errors and they clean well, it Trey up. Trey Turner had a bad half. sixty game season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sixty, games. and you would have no, defended him to the death. I bet. And, and no, and no, no. God, and it's been sixty no, games no, so far no. this year. What are we doing? Anyway, no, it's not we've been debating it's, this it's for too much. Plus. I'm not in the mood for this. Absurd. I like guys who create runs. Sue me. And I'm glad that you opened up to the world that you prefer to see the guy you know, not hit home runs. And you're like, I like this. This is much more fun to have in the all-star game. Uh, Josh, do you have any final questions about the Padres before I um, hang up and never speak to you again? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty frustrated. Um, uh, how <laughs> the pit, the pit, the rotation, right? I mean, in a play, you know, once again, this comes down to in a playoff series. Yeah. All the, this, okay. You know, go for it. The playoffs. So three games, who you throwing out one, two, and three. So one, two, three right now, I still think you got to stick with the original thing. I think you go Darvish. And I think right now you probably go Musgrove for game two. And then you go Blake Snell for game three. I know he's been really struggling, but I think to a degree, he's got to have a positive regression. He's just been so, so bad that at some point, all right, he can't be possibly a 5.39 ERA guy. I mean, he's not that bad. Give me a break. So I think that he'll uh, step it up a little bit. If he doesn't, then it's actually probably going to be Chris Paddock or Denelson Lamette, depending on if Denelson Lamette is healthy. So we'll have to see. Might be like a double game. They might make it a bullpen type of six. They've been doing a little bit of six-man rotation stuff uh, lately. So maybe that's what they'll go with. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm expecting from them. And I'm curious to see if they make a move at the deadline. I don't think that they should go crazy. I don't think everybody should be giving up on formerly top 10 prospect Mackenzie Gore. Give him a little bit of time. He's like 22 years old. Relax, everybody. Um but yeah, it's definitely one of those teams. The one, two, three isn't as certain as some other teams, which is what would make me nervous if you did play a team like the Brewers, because I think the Brewers will maybe be able to find at least a bat somewhere, which is what worries me is if they just add a little bit more to solidify. I know their offense has been great lately, but how much of it is just a good streak? And then if they maybe add themselves, uh, you know, a Robbie Grossman, a and anybody, I mean, a, who maybe even a Starling Marte, who knows who's going to be available at the deadline. But uh, yeah, definitely the rotations gives you a little bit of concern, but I think they, they don't have to go crazy for a starting pitcher. I am wondering to see if they maybe just get a decent guy. So I guess we'll have to monitor it. So will you watch the All-Star game? Probably. Yeah. Why not? Hey, I cover baseball. What can I say? I'll probably watch the All-Star game. So you'll game. be watching uh, Tatis throw souvenirs from shortstop to the fans? Is that what you're going to be doing? Uh, I might be watching that, but I won't be watching Trey Turner, uh, unfortunately. I know he won't be at the game, so, you know. He'll, no, he'll be there. He's a reserve. Oh, he is? Yeah, I didn't know yes. he was a reserve. Yeah, I thought well, it was no, Crawford. I mean, look, when, when the coaches, people who actually know baseball step in, they uh-huh. identify real talent as opposed to the fans uh, picking out, oh, he hits a lot of home runs and saying – this is what makes a great show. Oh, he hits a lot of home runs. Famously, how many, how many home runs don't matter. Uh, what, Tatis? Yeah, he should what, be like 26? 27 right now, I think. He's had a great pain. He really, he really does a great job of the plate. And that's what all shortstop is, right? It's just the plate. It's all we care about. It's all that matters nowadays. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, definitely. I think that if there's anything that sports have showed us over the last like decade, it's that the defense is really what you just, you always need that. Sports aren't going the direction of offense for sure. Uh, but anyway, Josh, on that note, because I'm not in the mood for somebody know, to I, have Patrick Mahomes got sacked 28 times in the Super Bowl. It seemed to work out. Yeah, he also did have two offensive linemen and the top is a fraud, but we don't have to go down that route. Um, Chris Paul's <laughs> the finals, Tommy. We to, we <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, wait. wait. All right, we have to be friends again for two <laughs> seconds. If everybody wants to tune out, that's fine. But our beloved Chris Paul... Is. We both we we've been talking about this beforehand. I mentioned every. Yeah. I already said like this is the first time we've had a podcast that we talked together. But um, or at least on my part, I think I was on yours like a while ago. But um, 
you know, Chris Paul has broken our hearts many times, many, many times, my friend. And then now all of a sudden, look, let, let me just let's say it right here. OK, so my take when the season ended was I thought he should have been third for MVP. I thought that don't get me wrong. I'm all the fan. If, if we want to go the route of your winning record not being the only thing that judges who the MVP is, I'm all for it. But I thought it was a little messed up that this is the year you decided that uh, Steph Curry, it doesn't matter if your team has been terrible this year. It's still awesome what you did. Cool. I want that. You know how many times we haven't taken that? All these lazy ass writers who are just like best player on best team. Okay, cool. So now, now all of a sudden you don't care about best player on best team. That's cool. That's cool. So Great. that's my one take. And then the next thing is Patrick Beverly's a coward. And uh, I've been saying this for years. He's, He's the dirtiest whack. player in basketball. Is not he even is. Close. It's not even close. Not has, go look, go watch him during the regular season off ball stuff all the time. And then he, he now don't get me wrong. Paul drew the foul on the three point shot. He drew it, but then he, he like walks falls by over him, awkwardly. says nothing. And, and, and then he Beverly starts mocking him. Such a child that he and has then, to walk behind Chris Paul and push him. In the I'm not even Frank talking about that. Frank Minsky, I know. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Help your team. What the hell? Is that Frank Kaminsky, man? Oh my god, Frank Kaminsky goes goes to the Patrick show and (laughs) and says, Coach wouldn't want us doing that. Yeah, you think Jay Crowder would let that that slide? No, oh my god, he would not. It's just so look, Chris Paul. The Chris Paul, I'm so excited for the finals. This is my boy. Everyone can check my tweets. I don't care. This has been my guy for the longest time. Um. But I really did think the Beverly thing when he was mocking him, when he tripped him or whatever. And I was like, don't get me wrong. Paul drew that foul. But why are you acting like it was like the gr- craziest flop of all time? Chris Paul does flop. But why are you acting? Why was that True. the one that you chose? Right. And then he shoves in the back. So and some people, oh, Paul probably said something to him. He oh, did. So Patrick, go check so, the tape. You I know. I know. But some people are saying like, oh, maybe before that. He had been right. saying something all game. It's like, oh, so we're expected to that Chris Paul. But I said, OK, maybe he did. But then we're just going to excuse. Yeah, Patrick Beverly definitely wasn't saying things this whole game. He's a 30-plus-year-old He can dish it out, but he can't take it. He's a clown. Yeah, don't be, it's don't fine. be a child. You're it's a, a child. Fine. You're like, I'm angry, so you know what I'm going to do? He's walking away. I'm going to push him to the ground. My brother did that to me when he was eight and I was six. That's what he did. <laughs> That's what he did to me. It's, oh, oh, my God, I can't take it, so I have to shove you to the floor. You are a millionaire to play basketball. You know, that's, that's your job. And you're like, oh. But I can't take him talking trash. The guy who was like notably dirty, notably talking is exactly you know, you're right. It goes both ways, can, my guy. The guy can dish it out, but cannot take it at all. I was very emotional seeing Chris get there to see him shut oh, the door man. Oh, on the Clippers the way he did, to see him oh, earn man. it. And look, to uh, all you people uh, out there, to all you people out there talking about the injuries, how many Clippers runs were cut short by an injury? Yeah. How many times were guys 100%. on 100? This. Kawhi Leonard does not have a championship on his own without the Warriors being banged up. We seem to forget about that. It's it's part of the game. Look, Anthony Davis, great player. You know what his problem is? Can't stay healthy. Only yeah. the strong survive. Only the strong. Only also, the strong you, survive. You people telling me that Jamal Murray would have, who cannot stop me from scoring ten points in the game. Yeah, was, right. Oh, Jamal Murray was out. <laughs> it was fine. It would have gone five games, maybe. It would not have mattered. It would not have mattered. They they swept him. You're telling me Jamal yeah, Murray. But- well, they would have won the series. No, Jamal Murray's been not worth four wins in that series. He's not. I'm sorry. You people, you people must think Jamal Murray is. You said I was Jamal Murray is like Donovan. Is Jamal Murray like Donovan? Not to mention Michael Porter Jr. too. Just oh my god. Just horrible, horrible player. Yeah. It's, it, he's, he's, I mean, 
it's, look, I went to Missouri. I was there for Michael Porter Jr. They're like, you know, this guy, uh, you know. Yeah, you went to Mizzou. I've heard. I did. Yeah, he was he bomb, total bomb. Guy could be a great, could be a very good NBA player. And, and I respect Jokic a lot. But these people coming at me, coming at us, being like, oh, Kawhi's out. Great. Chris Paul got COVID. Shut up. They get COVID. Yeah. You know? He got coronavirus. <laughs> And Devin Booker's wearing, he looks at like Rip Hamilton wearing a mask. You know, his nose is broken out there. Yeah. And it's, it, look, I'm sorry they stayed healthy. I'm, I'm, you want to apologize for it? Like, this is, oh, man. This is a oh, man. And now it's going to be Giannis, Giannis as well. Yeah. 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 Give look, me a break. It look, it happens, break. man. It happens. On that note, I'm going to wrap this thing up before people get Fire mad at it and talk about Fire baseball. Come on. <laughs> that, that people didn't get mad, or so people don't get mad, I mean. Wow, we're both just a mess on this podcast. It's it's it started out very professional, Josh. Like I think we did it's great. Just, dude, it's it's a late night on a Sunday night. I've already recorded the podcast about a four game sweep today. What you want me to be like? <laughs> well, what do we think about the pitching matchups this week? No, I did that enough. Why can't we just cut loose and let's and just be, have fun talking so. about it? We could save our re- game recap. Suns and four. Suns and four. Suns and four. We'll see this four game series against the Padres <laughs> uh, from your Nats perspective, and we'll see how that goes down. We'll be recapping and stuff. Uh, Josh, do you have any last thing you want to plug for the podcast? Suns and uh, four. Suns and four. <laughs> Otherwise, that's uh, also all it is. Uh, Josh, it's been a blast talking to you, man. Awesome, man. See you. And zip zap you do that bingo everybody that is it for my discussion with Mr. Josh Neighbors. Uh, discussion is put it it's putting it kindly uh, with Josh Neighbors of Lockdown Nationals. Before we wrap things up, guys, let me just tell you to check out the Lockdown Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. Everything you need in sports under 20 minutes. He does a great job, and yes, sir, they will be talking about my boy CP3's performance last night. It made a young man cry. And if you guys are wondering if I wasn't watching the Padres game, of course I was. All right, I used my laptop for the Padres game while the the Suns game was on. Okay, so sue me. I was watching both at the same time. I love my boy. I love my boy so much. But um, in terms of the future of this pod, guys, tomorrow going to be recapping the game and probably just talking. Just because why not? I feel like I don't do it enough every now and then. Just talking a little bit generally about the sport and about what's been going on lately. Um, Might even have someone on to talk a little bit about Trevor Bauer, but that's a little bit unlikely, I'm not going to lie. Because, you know, it's it's a little bit dicey of a situation. I want to make sure I cover those things right. You know what I mean? I don't want to just repeat what other people have said, but really have someone on who knows what they're talking about. I want to be very careful with that situation. Uh, I know that as I'm reading this, they just canceled the the bobblehead day for Trevor Bauer, and that's probably um, <laughs> the right decision on the, the Dodgers' part. So definitely that might be something. But also going to talk about all the things going on in the league. Might touch on the Yankees a little bit. Might touch on one of my pieces that's coming out hopefully this week that I'm going to be writing and finishing up today, hopefully. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun guys and then friday of course the giant 300th episode mailbag remember to get those questions in and with that all being said guys that about does it for today's edition of the lockdown padres podcast the only pod that may be better than the padres themselves remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from stitcher spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, himalaya overcast wherever if you guys wouldn't mind to send me some five-star reviews over on the Apple Podcast app, that would be greatly appreciated. And until next time, stay safe and, of course, stay faithful. My fire faithful homies, take care.